let's talk about the domination of the OU softball team. The University of Oklahoma women have just three-peated, won three back-to-back-to-back national championships with a 50-plus game winning streak, the longest ever. What lessons can we take from that and apply to our business and entrepreneurial pursuits? Let's talk about it today on the podcast. Here we go. It's Saturday. I'm in the office. You know what that means, the Saturday Morning Hustle Podcast. No hyperbolic hustle culture. Just brutally honest, straightforward business advice and motivation every Saturday for entrepreneurs, business owners, or anyone pursuing success. You can't just work nine to five Monday through Friday and hope to become the next big thing. You got to work smart, work hard, and put in extra effort while everyone else is sleeping, playing games, or wasting time. Maximize bonus time to get more work done. This podcast is for anyone willing to come in early, stay late, hustle on the weekend to be truly great. That's right, folks. OU is on a 50-plus game winning streak. The softball team just won back-to-back-to-back three-peat national championships. This is very hard to do. Their winning streak is the most ever. This is only the second three-peat for a women's collegiate softball team, so that tells you how difficult it is. And it took a lot of work, a lot of time, a lot of effort, a lot of factors to get them where they are today. It did not happen overnight. It did not happen magically, and it did not happen accidentally. So there are great lessons that we can all take from the success that the OU women's softball team is currently having and apply it to our business and entrepreneurial pursuits of success. So right off the bat, pun intended, what can we learn from Coach Patty Gasso and her team, who's just repeated and will probably be the favorite going into next season for a four-peat because they're loaded with talent and coaching and a system that works. What can we learn from them? Let's talk about patience. How do I know there's patience? Because Coach Gasso has been coaching softball for over 30 years. The majority of her big-time national attention success, winning Big 12 titles, winning national titles with the OU softball team has happened over the last 10 years. So that was 20 years of softball, coaching, experimentation. That was 20 years of coaching softball to get to the point where she was at a place with a system she had built with assistant coaches and with support from the university and initially players who were not necessarily the best players that you could get coming out of high school, the coach Patty Gasso had to build this program from the lowest levels, from a starting point, from a place that was not winning titles. She had to use the players she could recruit and get to come to the program. And then building upon that year after year, continually having more success, which attracted better players, attracted more attention, developed better relationships and support from the university, et cetera, a continual patient process to go from building a program with only the players you could get to come to university to getting the best options out of high school and some of the best players from other teams around the country to transfer in via the transfer portal, which is something that's relatively new over the last couple of years. And without losing too many of her players to the transfer portal, 
One of the girls who transferred last year came back with her team, Tennessee, this year in the College World Series. But Patty hasn't lost a lot of players who maybe are not getting as much playing time as they like because she has relationships. She has developed a system, a program. She has something that these girls want to be a part of because she's been building it with patience. Now we're talking about a team sport, so you have to talk about teamwork and practice. It makes a lot of sense that great teams in team sports have great teamwork. And that teamwork and your skills and everything to do with playing competitive softball or any sport for that matter comes down to practice. We all start off not being great at something. How you get from from not good to good to great to excellent to the best is practice. It's consistency. It's doing it over and over again. It's building systems. It's making mistakes and learning from those mistakes. All of the ways that you learn to become a great softball player by practicing, swinging at pitches until things make more sense to you in your brain, they make more sense to your body, till you can start making connections, until you have skills that you didn't have previously. All of that comes from practice, how to throw, how to catch, how to be in shape. You got to run and do your cardio. You got to lift weights and be strong. You have to eat properly. You have to sleep properly. You have to have the right mental attitude. All of these things that the girls on the softball team go through are the same things we go through when we're trying to go from not good to good to great to excellent. They do it as a team and they do it by practice. They go to practice as a team. They practice individually. They work out individually. They watch their diet and their sleep and all of those other things individually, but they work as a team. It's not enough to have a great pitcher or a great catcher or a great shortstop. It's not enough to have several people on your team who can hit home runs. It takes all kinds of skills. It takes all times of talent. It takes people who can play defense, who can play offense, who can play short ball, who can hit the long ball, who can pitch and catch and all kinds of things to score runs and keep the other team from scoring runs, working together as a team and being flexible and adaptable, being able to take advantage of the other team's weaknesses and trying to avoid their strengths. You do that by adjusting your strengths and weaknesses, and you do that by working together as a team. Sometimes different players start or play in different roles in the, in the game, Sometimes you pitch different types of pitchers. Sometimes maybe not the best pitcher, but the style of pitcher that they have is more important than having your best pitcher or the fastest pitcher. The girl who throws the ball the fastest or hardest isn't always the best option. You have to have the adaptability, and it comes from teamwork, having all your options in place and then working together. It's not about you individually scoring a home run or, or being the hero of the game, but of playing your role of contributing overall success of the team. Teamwork is important. Practice is how you get from good to great, from great to excellent, to being able to break records and being able to do things that only one or two programs in the country have ever done before. Now, along with that, of course, becomes persistence persistence and continual improvement, persistence in getting better. Practice doesn't happen if you're not persistent. You have to stay persistent in your process and the pursuit of success. It's a lot of P's. Stay persistent in your pursuit 
of success through your process. Persistence and process, along with the P that we said earlier, patience, all go together to create success. They're all things I've talked about on the Saturday Morning Hustle before plenty of time. You don't become the best softball program in the country. You don't become a successful business operator. You don't become great at what you do without having patience and persistence. And you don't achieve those things without continual improvement that comes through the process. That goes back to teamwork and it goes back to coach Patty Gasso. The coach develops the process. The coach develops the skills and talents of the young girls when they show up on campus, when they come right out of high school and the first time they come on campus, they've been playing softball for most of their life. They have a huge amount of skill and talent. That's why they're at the university that has the best softball program. But they have to adhere to, invest themselves into, and participate in Patty Gasso, Coach Patty Gasso's process. When you hear the interviews from the softball players, they talk about what Coach Gasso has taught them, how she has developed them, the process that got them from being the best high school player to the best college player. The process is how they went from being great at a certain level to being great at a higher level. And then they can extend that on if they play professionally or do something else with the degrees that they're working on while they're at the University of Oklahoma. The process of, again, going from the first time you did it to the hundredth time to the thousandth time, they're going from being a complete rookie to an absolute master the process that they're learning from Coach Gasso can be applied to anything and everything that they try to do in their career and in their future pursuits of success. Part of any process is a continual improvement. In order to buy into a process, in order to continually improve, and of course have the patience, persistence, etc., you have to have an open mind. You have to be open to the process. This program is full of Softball players who are the best softball player, possibly even the best athlete at their high school, maybe in their entire town. They're some of the best, highest ranked all-stars that now have to come together and compete for positions on this team. It takes an open mind to allow a coach to change something, to develop something, to put you in their process. If you've been told your whole life you're already great or you're the best at it, if you're coming from a place of being the best in your small town or in the area you come from, at that level, high school level, and then moving up to the college level, you have to have an open-mindedness and an attitude of continual improvement, an attitude of adapting to the, to the process, an attitude of, of accepting coaching and playing on this team, this collection of people, the teamwork of the new situation that you're in, you have to be open-minded and have an attitude of continual improvement. Part of continually improving is winning small in order to win big. You have to win small before you can win big. You have to have small victories. You have to have the ability to run a lap around the stadium without getting tired, then be able to run two laps and then run 10. You have to be able to swing the bat 50 times a day to 100 times a day to 300 times a day. The ability to hit the fastball that you couldn't hit last week, all this comes 
Not overnight, not instantly, but by small wins. Small wins pile up. Small wins contribute to big wins. You can't be the big winner. You can't be the national champion. You can't be the three-peat champion. You can't have the longest winning streak in college softball history if you haven't had a whole series of small wins and a ton of losses. There are more strikeouts than hits in, in softball and baseball. Your best batters in both sports have an average somewhere around 300, sometimes 400. A lot of the girls on the OU softball team are hitting an, a t- an average of over 400, which is considered very exceptional for sports like baseball and softball. So think about it like this. Four out of 10 times, they get on base, which means six out of 10 times, they don't. And four out of 10 times is considered very good. Three out of 10 times is considered good. Two out of 10 times is still considered okay because you're going to have more losses than wins. The pitcher is going to win the duel more often. The defense is going to win that duel more often. So you have to learn from your mistakes. The University of Oklahoma softball team are one of the best teams I've ever seen in possibly any sport of taking their small early losses and moving them into the win column later in the game. I will explain. When OU is at bat, the first couple of innings, when the first time through the rotation, as much as they are trying to hit the ball, put it into play, and score runs, they're trying to learn what the pitcher is doing. They're trying to understand what they do great, what they don't do as well, their tendencies, etc. And then they're communicating to each other. So even if you strike out, even if you have a pop-up, even if you don't get on base, they're immediately coming back to the dugout and telling everyone else on the team what they're learning by facing each pitcher. A lot of teams this season actually changed pitchers every couple of innings because the OU team was so good at understanding a pitcher after seeing her the first time. So if the first time you struck out, you hit a, a, you didn't get a base hit, if you didn't get on base, you still learn from them. And typically the second and third and fourth time they saw a pitcher, they were definitely getting good hits and a lot of home runs as well. This team takes their small losses of a strikeout or hitting a ball that didn't result in them getting on base, but learning from it and then conveying that to their teammates so that the second and third time that they saw a pitcher, they almost always hit the pitcher the second time. They were getting better hits the second and third time through to a point that other teams had to completely change their way of playing defense against Oklahoma, how they used their pitchers, how many pitchers they had to use in the game. They had to change their game plan because OU hitters were so good at adjusting after experiencing the pitcher the first time. So it didn't matter if you struck out that first time, you knew how you were going to hit that pitcher the second time. That adjustment, that learning from losses is that OU softball demonstrated is one of the best that I've ever seen any team put together. It's one of the reasons that they are three-peat champions and on the longest winning streak. The thing about losses in sports is sometimes they can be crippling. Strikeouts, not getting on base, not being successful as a hitter or on the offensive side of the equation can sometimes pile up and really affect mental attitude of a softball or baseball hitter. A lot of hitters go into slumps because in their head they've decided they're not a good hitter because they've had some some losses. 
as opposed to looking at those small losses as something they can learn from. So you have to learn from those losses and then forget about them. Don't forget the data that you collected. Don't forget what you learned about the pitcher that you're going to bat against the next time you come up. But do forget about the fact that you struck out or didn't get on base last time or the time before that. You have to learn from your losses, but you have to forget about them and move forward. The fastest way for a hitter to go into a hitting slump and not be productive at the plate is in their head. Typically not a physical issue. It's typically not because they can't swing the bat fast enough or they don't see the ball correctly. They have all of those skills in place. It's typically in their own head and it's doubt. Doubt will slow down a hitter quicker than anything. So take your small losses, learn from them, and then forget about them and move forward with a positive attitude that you can do and will do better the next time you're at bat, the next time you're catching the fly ball, the next time you're catching a line drive, the next time you're throwing a pitch, etc. And the last thing you need to know, the last lesson to learn from the OU softball team, and if you will listen to any of their interviews, the official post press conference, the official press conference after the game, or any of their interviews, they will all tell you that they believe in something bigger than themselves. First, they believe in their team and their teammates which is more than just them individually. It's the group of people they're playing with that they have invested time and effort in, that they collaborate with their teammates and the teamwork is more important than their individual accolades. The team also looks up to their coach, to the entire program. Then there's representing your university, the uniform that you're wearing, the name across the front of your uniform and on your hat is bigger and more important than the individual And then ultimately, the whole state of Oklahoma is represented by this softball team. And then finally, what I'm hearing in a lot of interviews from these girls, that they give the glory to the Lord. They think of something higher, the higher power that motivates them to be the best they can be and and not doing it for individual glory, but doing it for the glory of their teammates, their program, their university, their state, and the higher power that motivates them to do the right things for the right reasons. By opening up yourself to something bigger than you, whether it's something immediate like your team and teammates or something ultimate like the Lord, your Savior, you allow yourself to do all the right things for all the right reasons. It allows you to be persistent, to be patient. It allows you to buy into a system. It allows you to have that open-mindedness and attitude of teamwork and of collaboration and of understanding and of trying new things, learning from them, taking your small losses along with your small wins and adding that up into big wins and bigger things that are bigger than you. If you can do that, success will happen. If you can put yourself in the process, if you can achieve success in all the right ways, the fame, the money, the accolades, all will come. It'll be a side effect of the hard work that you're putting in, of the patience, the persistence, the process of giving yourself up to your team and your teammates, and of being open to being more than where you started. That's what we can learn from the OU softball team, the back-to-back-to-back national champions with the longest winning streak in college softball history. Doesn't matter if you're a softball fan or not. It doesn't matter if you are a sports fan or not. 
The ideas we've talked about today can be applied to anything you're doing where you're pursuing success. Good luck. Thanks for listening. Subscribe so you never miss an episode. Leave a comment, leave a review, share with a friend. I would really appreciate that. Follow and engage on social media, Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, and this Saturday Morning Hustle Facebook fan page. All the information, all the past episodes, all the Saturday Morning Hustle, Entrepreneur F, and Coffee and Donut swag is at SaturdayMorningHustle.com. See you next week.